Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, and as always, there's going to be something from the last week. Games, movies, and TV. Hopefully something about a workout. Lord knows I need it. Um, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do. Jump over there. Give us a, a like, a share, a comment. Then find a friend. Get them to do the same. And then tell uh, all of your family members. Get them to do the same. Cool. Thanks for that. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello, how are you doing? I'm coming to you live from an undisclosed nuclear bunker in the desert somewhere. Still undisclosed because I didn't say which desert. Um, obviously, uh, again, not obvious. You'll get this a month after it's recorded, unless I do something about increasing the uh, release schedule. Which is a possibility, something I might have to do. Um, at this point in time, we are six day six of uh, lockdown. Um, so yeah, six days ago. Was it today? Like a week? Who knows? Doesn't matter. We're in lockdown. Um, like I say, you'll get this a month after. So at this point in time that you're listening to this, we might not be in lockdown. Uh, although everything that I'm seeing at the moment says that this will be going on for a long time. I've heard three months. A lot of people are talking June. So on and so forth. Um, so yeah. Um few interesting developments in in my lockdown guess what you're gonna be hearing about those over the next uh what i'm sure will be quite long podcast it's one of those things i you know i think i've left the house twice in a week uh, three times in a week uh and my list is rammed irony um, I have something on my list that I'm not going to talk about, but I'll tell you why I'm not going to talk about it, because I wrote it down, and I have this whole bit in my head that I was going to talk about, <coughs> and then ultimately um, thought about it and was like, no. Um, I don't know, you know when you do something and then you think, why have I done that? I wrote something on my list, I've written it in the wrong place. I knew that I had written it in the wrong place. So, you know, why why did I do that? Why would I do that? And ultimately, why would I not correct it? Because I'm an idiot. Uh, So, even though we're in lockdown, obviously there are reasons that you can leave the house. Um, Typically... The um, the baby had a birthday, 
um, and that meant that she ticked over into a different age um, and that mean, meant that she needed some injections. Um, contacted the doctor, was like, baby needs some injections, what you got? And they were like, we'll get back to you. Um, they did that and they were like, see you, see you in an hour. It's like, okay. Um, hour later, took the baby, went to get the injections done. So I was going to have this rant about small car parks. And the rant wasn't as such about small car parks. It was a, it was a rant about other people's usage of small car parks. Um, however, due to feedback, um, it's probably not worth it. Um, so yeah, I wrote down to to have a rant about small car parks and people's usage of small car parks. I am now not going to talk about it. So you know, I listen to feedback. Um, I've had too much sleep today, last night. Um, that is not true. So I, that is that is a lie, essentially. No, um, I didn't have enough sleep last night. But at this point in time, I've had too much sleep. Um, and that's not like I've been napping during the day or anything. It's um, because for whatever reason, um, obviously you've got to make the best of a, of a situation or whatever. Um, I, I kind of had a lie-in. Um, when, when you're a parent, a lie-in can be like, I normally get up at seven, and today I got up at half past. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, I am not sleeping well. Um, for various reasons. Um, as I'm sure I might have mentioned uh, last week. Last week's podcast was a tough one. I'm sure you can agree with that. Um, I, felt, I felt really bad after I'd recorded it. I was like, oh man, that podcast was really depressing. Um an hour and change of me going, oh, this is, this is a really dark place right now. Um, no surprises, nothing's really changed there. Um, however, um, I, I suppose it's probably more of a bigger picture kind of thing. Bigger picture being the, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Not just my shit. Um, uh, did I? Now then. Saying about writing stuff on the list. Wow. I'd left the man, I'd left the list scrolled. Um so uh forty something episodes ago. Forty five, maybe more. Uh I can't I can't think what the numbers are. Um I named this podcast the darkest timeline podcast <coughs> and in episode one i explained what that was all about how you know there's this theory that um there are various different versions and um you know small changes and ult uh, unlimited universes and and so on and so forth um i imagine 40 something episodes ago that was probably looked at as a kind of um 
negative, somewhat depressed kind of view of things. Um, I was basically saying that this is absolutely hands down the darkest timeline. Um, and there's probably much better timelines out there uh, than this. Um, the podcast didn't really then follow any of that sort of initial theme that was set out. Um, and I've had to certainly change and tweak and tone down some of the early elements of the of this podcast um but i imagine at this point in time like say at this point where at time of recording we are one week into a lockdown uh it was snowing yesterday um and yeah i i i think that this podcast has an apt name for the way the world is at this point in time. Um, I don't know, man. Shit's dark. Uh, so, yeah, I was thinking earlier, I was like, call that podcast The Darkest Timeline. I think I was, uh, I think I was nailed on with that one. Um, right, so now that the list has been scrolled to the correct place, uh, we can get rid of talking about small car parks. And we can get rid of talking about the darkest timeline. Um, a few things. I don't, I've got this thing that I need to talk about. And I don't know where to put it. So I might have to you know, monkey around with that. Um, some of the things uh, like shopping and stuff. So... Um, this is talking about the lockdown. Um, shopping has got to be the essentials. Everybody knows this at this point in time. Um, I don't know what it looks like further down the line. Uh, cold coffee is probably not an essential. Um, that's a statement. I don't know how true that is. Let me explain. Good while ago. Um, now then, I have a strange feeling that I might have at some point have done a podcast about cold coffee. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Some strange thing in the back of my head that isn't the headache that's trying to kill me. Um, which is which actually is not a headache. It, it started as a back ache in my lower back, and is a headache. Four days later, I'll come to that in a bit. Um, I am all over the map. I am drinking cold coffee. Uh, a long time ago, I discovered the Starbucks um, little cold coffees. Uh, they were new. They were a pound. They were uh, carrot. There was a caramel macchiato. Now I was very uh, at a certain point in time. I was very coffee should be should be pure. It should be pure. It should be black. It should be hot. It should be pure. And then you should add frothy milk to it. Caramel syrup. Make it nice and big and hot. I mean, it doesn't need to be hot because then you can't drink it. So, like, 
warm so you can then drink it and i mean if you have got a biscuit i'll take a biscuit to dunk in it uh but coffee's got to be pure um yeah uh i you know the, a coffee was a hot cup of coffee uh so cold coffee was like the enemy i guess and i couldn't i really couldn't understand the concept uh, was cold coffee um not really sure how it sort of came about but it was oh starbucks are selling these you buy them in supermarkets they're a pound anything cheap i'm all i'm already all over it um so i was a bit like okay um let's give these guys a go let's uh let's try the the cold coffee I paid my pound got my cold coffee and uh yeah it it was it was good it was real good um for a pound got a little bit into them um and as with anything like that the moment they put the price up i was like and i'm done um anything like that any you know a company launching a new product uh like any good drug dealer they give you the first one for free that's not true um they give you the first one for cheap uh and then they jack the price and hope that you're kind of hooked or you believe in the product or whatever that you'll pay the uh you'll pay the extra um that is not the case for me i i value things as i see them to me a pound was a perfectly reasonable price to pay uh any more than that i wasn't interested uh, and then you sort of go on go on and you find um as to do their own and it's cheaper and it's bigger and it's just as good morrison's do their own and it's cheaper and bigger and just as good um and because of that that means you can buy more of them and you know you buy them and you buy them and you buy them you drink them and you drink them and you drink them so I, i've got a bit of a taste for the uh the cold coffee um i still drink hot cups of coffee so that's the thing so i'm kind of like in the camp of these cold coffees are not essential um if you if you if you bring one to my house i will drink that bad boy um but like I say i'm kind of doing the it's not it's not an essential um so then i started looking up recipes on the internet and it was like oh you can make so there's there's a difference so like um like an iced coffee and a cold press i believe is the difference don't quote me because i know nothing one wanted me to do various things with a coarse ground um coffee bean and you stew it and it does all of these wonderful things and all of this um there's been all these recommendations about making um coffee ice cubes because you gotta put ice in when you're making it at home um so make a coffee ice cube so that the um, ice doesn't dilute the drink that you're drinking so on and so forth um so last friday i was like i've been reading all these recipes i've been looking it up uh, i found one that looked relatively simple 
I'm like, you know something, I'm going to give it a try. The worst that is going to happen is I'm going to try it and go, that's horrible. There was a lot of um, stuff in the recipes that was very much like, if you don't like it, adjust this, adjust that. There's a lot of adjustments that can be made, which on one hand can be a good thing, and on one hand can be a bad thing. A multitude of adjustments means that you'll probably never get close to it being right. Um, so, I'm going to tell you how I made it. Um, and you too could make cold coffee at home. So, the way I've been doing it, I've been getting a jug. A medium size jug. Put three spoons of coffee in the bottom. Um, put three spoons of sugar. Because I like, um, just like a little bit of sugar to take the edge off of coffee. Uh, for a long time I was drinking it without. Um, and I can still do it now. Uh, I can still drink a coffee without sugar. I just choose to have a little bit of sugar half a spoon a spoon whatever um i know that i need to cut that sugar out because that's additional sugar i don't need but for now um as far as vices go i think we'll sort of we'll live with it for now um unfortunately there is a part of this recipe that, that goes against what i've just said but we'll try and ignore it um boil the kettle fill the jug and that's that. Um, I, what I generally do is leave it on the side, <coughs> put a plate over the top, but allow enough space for the steam to be able to escape. Uh, that's more to do with I don't want any stupid cat hairs in my coffee. Um, so, once it's cooled down and we're talking hours, because um, you, you want it to be cold and it's a big jug of boiling hot liquid, um, so what I'm trying to do is make it as early as I can in the day so that it's available for later in the day. Realistically, I should make it the night before, um, cause you want it cold. Um, once you've done that, the rest is, I, I've been getting a pint glass. So if you, if you can hear, uh, bring this round. Might be, might be able to hear that. I have a little bit while I'm here actually. Mm. God damn, I said god damn. Um, so I've been getting a pint glass. Yes, I am very much aware a pint of coffee is probably not a genius idea, but hey. Um, throw a load of ice in the bottom. Now this is where, realistically, you should be using your coffee ice cubes. Um, I'm not, because there is no room in my freezer to make coffee ice cubes. If there was, I would have done it by now. Throw a load of ice in the bottom. Um, because I want it to be a caramel coffee, caramel cold coffee, I am adding caramel syrup. This is the bit that we're going to ignore because, like I was saying before, I've added sugar to the coffee. Um, there's method in the madness. That method is I want this to be nice. So, you know, car caramel flavour and, sh and sugar. Yeah, I know. I get it. I will adjust it further down the line. Let me have this. For just now, just let me have this. Um, so yeah, ice in the bottom of the glass, caramel syrup in, pour the coffee in. I've also been having milk with it because obviously all the ones you buy have got like milk. Um, so I've been nearly filling the pint glass and then a splash of milk. 
get a nice long spoon, give that whole thing a stir, and that's that. Um, enjoy it over the next hour or so. Absolutely delicious. If one good thing has come out of all of this lockdown business, um, I learned how to make cold coffee at home, and it is glorious. I was saying this evening that um, it's it's the best thing that I've learned to make at home since I learned how to make sushi. So yeah, that is uh, that is the uh, the the one one of the good things that's come out of all of this. Um, silver linings, I guess. You know, I suppose that's the way to look at it. Um, there's various ways that you can adjust that recipe. Um, like I say, a pint glass probably isn't the best idea. Um, the recipe was saying like tall glasses. Um, I read that to uh, to be a pint. Um, I probably uh, not probably. I might if I get chance do um, do a video and pop it on the social media maybe. Um, but we'll see. You know, lockdown in it. Uh, Right. Okay, so. Done all sorts this week, people. All sorts of stuff this week. I cannot even begin to tell you. I mean, I'm going to tell you, but... Um, I've watched a stand-up special. <laughs> Understatement. I've watched multiple stand-up specials, but I've watched a new stand-up special. Um, I finished a TV series... I'll warn you now, it's an animated TV series, so there's probably, if you're not into the animation stuff, there will be a point to tune out. I watched a movie, and it's a new movie. One of these ones that uh, wasn't going to get a cinema release, so they've released it digitally. Yeah, we'll come to that. Uh, I've played multiple games. Multiple games. Um... So there's a lot of that. One of the things about that is that a lot, not a lot, but, um, oh no, no, I'm lying. A lot of them are games that I've played and reviewed previously. So um, I will just say I played this. Um, we've got some VR stuff and how we get around the fact that the gym is closed. Uh, so where do you want to start? I know you can't answer. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, and there's that as well. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Let's talk about the stand-up special. Because this is... It's a big thing. Um, obviously, you were aware that I was super excited for um, for Bert's latest stand-up special. It was the tour that I'd not been able to see him on. For very... You know. Uh, however... I was quite interested to watch Tom Segoia's new stand-up special because I did see him on that tour and I reviewed it and I didn't review it very well. I didn't review it very highly. So I was intrigued to see what his special would be like because his specials are particularly good. I did imagine that there would be an X amount of editing involved um, because... There was just, there was just, it, it felt, it just felt unfinished. Um, 
So, Tom's special released on Tuesday. Um, I think I might have sat down to watch it on Tuesday. And like I say, I was more intrigued than sitting down to watch it and go, oh man, I can't believe it's Tom's new special. I've been so excited about this. Because this was the tour that I saw and it was... I don't know how to... I mean, obviously, I reviewed it. It was just not the best experience. So I sat down, I watched Tom's special, and I'd had a conversation before watching it saying, what part of me wanted to sit down and watch it and go, do you know something? When I saw this live, it was more... Like, other things were the issue. It wasn't the, the stand-up that was the issue. And I really enjoyed watching the special. That's what I wanted to see. Um, what I didn't want to see was me going, yeah, I saw that tour and it wasn't great. And I watched the special and it wasn't great. So I watched it. And my review of Tom Segoia's new special, which is Ball Hog, which, I mean, as a name, yes... Glorious. Absolutely fantastic. Now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're saying. How? If you saw it live, how is the special so much better? Here's what I realised. You need to be able to see him. You need to be able to see his face. You need to be able to see his facial expressions. There is a big percentage of what he does... Comedy-wise, that is through his face. He's very expressive with his face, the way he stands, and all of the all that sort of stuff that you can imagine by a performer. Which is weird because they must perform in some massive venues, like the one that I saw him in. He was a dot on a stage when I saw him, and it turns out that is the biggest reason why it wasn't as enjoyable as it should have been because i couldn't see him you know there are aspects of stand-up that you can listen to i listen to stand-up and have listened to stand-up for years and there are things that land and there are things that don't things that you physically need to see um, one of the things that i have often struggled with is listening uh, for years is listening to hollywood babylon because there are visual elements to Hollywood Babylon that you just cannot get on a podcast. Um, so it's it's difficult. Um, but you may do. Tom's new special is absolutely fantastic. Um, I watched Bert's new special twice in two days. And then I think I watched it again further into the week. Tom's new special, I think I'd watched three times. I think I watched it every day for three days. Um, me and Leanna currently are in the process of watching it. She wanted to do it in two parts. Uh, she's very busy now because she's got her own podcast, you know. Um, so she could only fit half in and then a half on another day. So that's the way that we're doing that. Um, I have watched 
all of Tom's uh, stand-up specials back-to-back over the last few days. Uh, and now I'm back at the point where I'm, I should be watching the new one. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's it, it, it's just really good. It made me feel really... It made me feel sad that having seen it live, I didn't get from it what I should have done. Um, it's great. It is really good. It's really, really good. Um, I, I want to get a t-shirt. The, the, Tom, Tom does a lot of merchandise. Uh, and there's a t-shirt available through your mum's house. And it just says, do the Yelps. Um, I want that t-shirt. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, that's that's that. The difference between live and, and the special. Um, if you've not seen it, uh, check it out. I heartily recommend it. It's very good. I watched... Oh, this is the uh, this is the animated TV series bit. Uh, if you're not into animated TV series, if you're not into animation or things of those elves, skip forward about three minutes, I'm going to estimate. Um, I will give you the opportunity to do that now. Two, one, go. I watched uh, Castlevania Season 3. Techn- well, no, not technically. I actually watched the last episode of Series 2, because I n- I'd never watched it, and then I watched Series 3. Series 3 has had very, very good reviews, and I saw in the last week that they have already greenlit a Series 4. I'm not sure I get it. Obviously, I get it. You know, it's, it, I, I just... You know when somebody says, this is an absolute 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 to me is perfect. and it, it could be no better in any way, shape or form. That series was like... 12... I could look it up. It was a number of episodes. The number of episodes it was, was however many minus two too long. (coughs) This is a series where, spoiler, by the way, if uh, if you've not watched any of Castlevania but you intend to, this is a spoiler. However, it's needed to carry on. So for you... You might need to skip forward or stick your fingers in your ears for a minute. Dracula died at the end of series two. It's kind of the end, really, isn't it? So a, a series later, and I'm, I'm I, again another spoiler. That aspect of the series hasn't been resolved. He was in it, okay. Briefly. I don't really get what the fuck is going on. I enjoyed the first series was okay. I enjoyed the second series. I didn't watch the last episode because I couldn't imagine what the hell was going to be in it. 
because it was done. It was finished. Second to last episode, I'm like, this is, they put the most beautiful bow on this series. This is done. Why is there another episode? And also, why is there another series? This was at a point that there wasn't another series. Then series three came out recently, and I'm like, well, I've got to watch it. It's had amazing reviews, and I got, I've got to know, how have you continued this story without Dracula? Not a huge amount happens. Um, you get like you get animation where it's just like the the action, and then you get animation that's like action and talking, and then you get animation that forgot about action and just did talking. There's a lot of they forgot about the action and they just did the talking um, in that series. The last two episodes, shitloads happens. It's like everything converged on the last two episodes and you kind of feel like they could have spread it out a bit. But the last two episodes are proper head scratchers. My point is, if they'd have spread it out a bit more, it wouldn't have been so confusing when the shit hits the fan in the last two episodes. And then you just left at the end going, what the fuck? And now they've announced a fourth series. So you're a bit like, are we just dragging this out? Is that the point to this now? It feel, it does feel a lot like they were getting to the back end of series two and they were like, right, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Well done, everybody. Your work has been amazing. We didn't even think we'd get a second series, and we did, and that's great. Well done, everybody. Sorry, what was that? A phone call for me from Netflix. What do, what do they want? Oh, they're saying that the series has gone really well, and they want you to do another series. What? It feels like that. It feels like Netflix went, people watch this, we want more of it. Well, the story's kind of done. Make more story. Uh, okay. Um. Alright. We'll get straight on that. I'm not overly sure about the the review I saw. Uh, it's, unfortunately, I'm saying, oh, it's had perfect scores, but the review I saw was not from the most uh, reliable source, unfortunately. Um. I'm now starting to think that I've looked at the wrong review source to take the information from. Um, last two episodes, interesting. A uh, lot of stuff happened. Um, not necessarily for the better. Uh, it's one of those, once Series 4 comes out, I'll probably end up watching that. Begrudgingly. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a higgledy-piggledy mess. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, I think other people get other things from it and think it's a lot better than I do. Um, but yeah, that is that is Castlevania Series 3. Uh, yeah, there we go. Why is this doing this? Every time I go back into my list, it's at the bottom. <sighs> anyway, uh, I haven't watched any Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. 
Uh, I don't know if anybody's overly bothered about that. Um, not going to the gym is the short version there. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, I watched a movie. Um, I watched a movie. Uh, and unfortunately, we need to talk about it. Saw a trailer a while ago for the film Bloodshot. Vin Diesel. Guy Pierce? I think. Is that his name? Maybe? And nobody else that I recognise. Uh, I didn't really know that at the time. Uh, but it kind of, you know, that's a thing. Uh, based on a comic book, so already I was invested slightly. Um... Uh, one of them films, if you don't know, guy dies, gets brought back to life using nano, nano, nanites, nanobots, whatever you want to call them, uh, and it means that he can heal himself, and the you know it's the usual super strong, super fast can heal himself. Um, some of the tra the the trailer had some cool effects in, like he has this glow in his chest that's supposedly the nanites releasing heat um and the story was very simple that he was he was having his mind wiped uh and actually rather than killing the guy he thinks has killed his wife he is actually being used to wipe out um people so he has his memories changed and then he's let loose and he has to go and he goes and kills a guy that he thinks killed his wife, so on and so forth. Uh, there are other people that are um, augmented. Uh, there's a guy that's got mechanical legs, but the bit in the trailer shows that he has like these mechanical arms. Uh, there's a guy that's lost his eyesight, but then he's got um, like a vest on that's got cameras in that are wired into his brain so he can still see. Uh, there's a woman who can breathe underwater I'm guessing although that wasn't how it was said it was said that she um, was, wasn't was affected by any aerosol uh, so like gas and stuff like that uh, and Guy Pierce had a mechanical arm and that's basically that so then I saw a thing saying that because it wasn't being released in the cinema, they were releasing it to, uh, like, on demand. Um, and I saw that you could get um, a 4K version for £14. And then you can just watch it at home. So I was like, okay. Uh, looked at some reviews. The first review gave it one star. And the person then went on to write 10,000 words about why it was a bad film. Um, a couple of reviews after that reviewed it as a four star and a five star. Both of them making comments about the person who'd given it one star. Uh, a lot of it was, it's an action film. Um, you know, the idea is to switch off and just enjoy it. Um, which I'm very much all about. I 
love a mindless action film. I absolutely love a mindless action movie. Um, some of my favourite films, I've said this before, some of my favourite films are films that I know are shit films. I imagine that somebody else would go, that's a shit film, and I'd be like, yeah, probably, but I love it. Um, I think there's just a part of me that just likes the ability to be able to turn off, um, which is also why I'm so offended when a mindless action film isn't that um, Six Underground. Uh, so, I'd seen another review, and this was something that I was like, I don't know what this means. A review that said, I bet this film has got a lot of voiceover. And I was like, what What does this mean? It's not, it's not animated or anything, why would it have voiceover? Uh, then I'd seen somebody sort of asking the uh, a question, why would it be that way? And somebody saying that um, it had been rushed out and all this. So, <coughs> when I saw that it was available to buy, I'm like, do you know something? Um, it, it it's just I've just been paid. It's um, it's not often that I do um, buy stuff myself. Really, yeah, yeah. Um. But, I'm like, do you know something? I was really interested in this. The trailers looked interesting. Um, it's got mixed reviews, but the only way to accurately review something is to watch it yourself. <coughs> <coughs> so, nice to see that I'm doing a podcast and this, this random freaking cough that only appears when I do a podcast is, is, is here. A little cold coffee, such sort of... Eh. Lovely. Short version is I bought it and then I think it was Saturday and I was like, you know something, there's nothing I love more than sitting down on a Saturday night with a movie. And that's what I did. I sat down, Saturday night, movie. Well. My review of this film is... Unfinished. It's a uh, mindless action film without the action. Because apparently, I, I can only presume that the film just wasn't finished. And somebody somewhere along the line has gone, we can edit this so that it's a serviceable film. Get it released to VOD and get some money back from the money that we spent on it. Because otherwise... We're never going to see a penny of the money we spent and ultimately this film will be a complete and utter flop. And that's basically what they've done. Uh, when the person said, I bet there's a load of voiceover in this, I now know what that meant. What that means is, they obviously didn't have the footage for all of the film. So you've got people like characters, actors, whatever, talking off screen. So those lines have just been like have been recorded voice-wise and then put into the film. There's a section in the film where there clearly should be an action scene. So it's like, oh, 
there would be this huge action scene at this point in time. It'd be all the, he can do all this stuff and, you know, he gets shot but he heals and all of that. That's what we're going to have here. But we never filmed it. But it's part of the story. So, instead of having that, we're going to have like a satellite view. We're also then going to put it into... What, what I'm sure everybody would understand when I say predator vision, so that we can't tell that it's clearly not Vin Diesel doing the action scenes, of which there is no action. And then we'll just cut it to when all the action's finished and he's walking through the house. How about that? Oh yeah, that works real well. No, it doesn't. You've taken the action out of an action movie. There's a really good scene in it. Um, there's a really good section in the film uh, that's filmed in a tunnel and it's a huge sort of action scene but it is literally one of the two big action scenes that's in that film um my review is it is an unfinished movie it's just it's just a mess they shouldn't have bothered and i don't mean they shouldn't have bothered making it they shouldn't have bothered releasing it the way it is they should have put it on a shelf Waited till all of this blows over, filmed the scenes that they needed, and then released it. They made the wrong choice. It's one of those where if I thought there was some way that I could get my money back on it, um, that's what I would have wanted to do. Um, you shouldn't release stuff like that, that's unfair to the unsuspe unsuspecting public. <coughs> Best thing you can do if you have any interest in that film, go and watch the trailer, and then you've basically seen the good stuff. And I know that's the way trailers work, but in this situation, they haven't made the rest of the film. They don't have the rest of the film, so they shouldn't have released it as a finished film. Real shame as well, because I think that there was an aspect that it could have been quite good. And I know that that's true, because the bits, like the actual action scenes were good. Um, there's like a chase at one point. Um, and that's actually really good. It's got some really interesting elements. Uh, but yeah, a real shame. Like a lot of things in life, uh, it was just a real shame. So that's that. Um, it's kind of one of those things that I'm... I had this conversation the other day where I was saying about um, like where we are at this point in time in this uh, in this lockdown. Or this, it's a perfect time to do the things that you say that you don't have time for. And, and with having the podcast and with having the aspects that this podcast has... It's a perfect time to sit down and watch movies, sit down and watch TV series, sit down and watch... The, and all of these things. There's no, but there isn't anything. There's nothing new. Um, I was going to watch... Um, I was going to watch a couple of films the other day, and it's like, I've seen them, I've reviewed them, um, probably don't need to review them again. So there's that aspect. <coughs> anyway, um, I'll try and muddle through it. Let's talk about computer games. <sighs> Did I talk to you about Doom? 
When did Doom come out? I, th I have a feeling that we spoke about Doom. Yes. We did. So we're going to talk about Doom again. Um, I have stopped playing Doom. Um, Doom has annoyed me beyond belief. Here's why. If you have a game that has difficulty settings ranging from easy, medium, hard, very hard, super hard, mega hard. Those aren't the difficulty settings, but you know. For the multitude of difficulty settings that you have, that's a big range. That's a massive range. So easy should be really easy. Medium should be a little bit more difficult than easy. The kind of difficulty where somebody who has played and finished the game on easy comfortably could probably play medium and with a little bit of backwards and forwards probably complete it. Hard should be hard. The clue's in the name. Very hard should be very hard. And that is the way that your difficulty structure should work. I don't feel like I'm on my own when I say that that's how it should be. If you have quite a broad difficulty spectrum, it allows for the possibility that easy is easy and hard is hard. And that's where your players can play. So, for a game that has a multitude of difficulties... Why the fuck would you set your easy setting to be impossibly difficult? I stuck with that game for so long through some proper bullshit design choices. Uh, there is a, a bit of a spoiler here yourself there is an enemy called the marauder the marauder is hands down one of the most bullshit boss enemies any game has ever created everywhere on the internet right now talks about how bullshit that boss is and another spoiler if you only had to fight it once that would be one thing Doom is too hard. Doom can go and live on the shelf with control. It's, it's just... What possible reason does it serve to have your easiest setting be too difficult to play? What is the purpose to this? Why would you do that? Why would anybody do that? It makes no sense. And the game just continues to get more and more difficult as it goes on. So, the, it got to a point where I was going into rooms and I was just dying instantly. 
and then I'd sort of try this and try that and try the other and have that. you know when you've got to restart the, the that room for the 400th time and that is no exaggeration you've been stuck in it for a couple of days and it's just walk in die after three seconds go through the what feels quite long loading if you are dying that often and rinse and repeat 400 times no actual joke then you finally find a way to do it and you go into the next room the next area the next bit and you're in there for two seconds and you die that is the point that i reached in doom and that is where doom will ultimately stay i reached a room where i went in and i died i stepped through the door and i died and I stepped through the door and I died. And I went, this is this is beyond acceptable. I am aware that this game is made by ID Software. However, I've said it before and I've said it again. Bethesda, the fuck. <coughs> cannot make. Like I say, I know that they didn't make it. Cannot release a game to save the fucking lives. If there's one company that should categorically go out of business, fucking Bethesda. Again, I feel like I need to reiterate, I understand that Bethesda didn't make that game, but it just strikes me as a very obscure thing that anything that has Bethesda's name even close to it even in the vicinity of it, is absolute garbage. For for different reasons. Do we need to go back and discuss what was that bullshit game? Rage 2. Do we need to go and talk about that? Fuck me, that was terrible. When was the last game that had Bethesda's name attached to it released that was any good was it skyrim because that was a long ass time ago was playing sniper 4 uh before doom and um it's a it's a weird one i i got to a point where i kind of felt like i needed a break from it um again it's a game that it's it sort of its difficulty has crept up i'm not saying that's a bad thing um I just, I, without having to go on for a million years, I just felt like I needed a break from it. I just needed to, to step back from it a little bit. And that's what I did. Uh, it's still on my, what I would call, active list, and I am going to play it and I am going to finish it. Um, that is not sort of, now is the short version on that one. Um, I needed something to put on and play. I was feeling very... Um, Doom made me feel like I was too old to play games. Uh, that's the kind of feeling that I got from playing that game. Um, I put on Ace Combat 7. Reason being is, I wanted to play it. Another reason was that there was a plane that I'd been saving up to buy that I never ended up getting. Played a few levels, managed to get the money, bought the plane. It was like 2 million credit, whatever their credit system is. Uh... It's a plane where, where you go faster, the wings transform shapes. Um, it was cool. 
Uh, I kind of wanted it because it reminded me of Macross Plus. Uh, so I played a bit of Ace Combat. Uh, similarly to a lot of experiences that I've had recently, I was doing a bit on a level and I just couldn't do it. This is a game I've finished like two or three times. Um, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do that level. Um, and it was just this bit at the end of a level. No, I did do it. Eh. I stopped playing it, is the short version. What I then started playing was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Probably don't need to review that game. However, there is a theme running through all of these at the moment. And that theme is that I reached a level on Assassin's Creed Black Flag, a game I have played and finished multiple times, and I couldn't do it. It's the one where you go to the island where the assassins are and you have to sneak your way through and you can't kill anyone. You've got to knock everyone out and you've got to sneak through and you can't be seen, you know, instant fail missions. And for some reason, and I don't think I remembered this, if you fail those missions, it puts you really far back. And I was just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and failing and failing and failing and it kept putting me really far back and then I'd get a bit further and I'm like, cool, I got further. Then I'd get spotted and it put me back to where I was previously. And it got to the point I was like, you know what, fuck this. I've played this game and I've finished it before and you're annoying the shit out of me so you can fuck off. At this point in time, I'm like, games can fucking do one. However, being in the middle of a lockdown, I say the middle, probably not the middle, being in a lockdown, now is not the time to fall out with computer games. So, I'm like, I need, I need something. I need, I need a game that I know I can put on, I can play, I can thoroughly enjoy, like, really enjoy, and get me get my mojo back. So I'm looking, and I'm like, I've got a couple of games here. I've got Greedfall to go back to. Is that the game that's going to do it? Is it going to be one of those that I'm going to put it on and I'm not going to enjoy it, and that's going to make me not want to play games more than I am now? Is that the right move? Um, there was something else. Oh, Madden. You know, is now the time to play Madden? I need something. I need something. I need. I need sorbet. Is basically what I'm saying. I need sorbet. I got my sorbet, ladies and gents. At this point in time, not now. I mean, my current active console computer game is 2019 game of the year, Star Wars. Jedi Fallen Order. That game is a fucking masterpiece. G-Bus. It's, it's such a good game. It is such a good game. Um, and it is exactly what I needed right now. To just to get me back in the zone. To get me back. I've done... Um, I've done... In a way, I've done quite a bit. Sure, I think I've done like two or three planets. Um, but now I think about it, force power wise, I probably haven't done all that much. Because I think I've only got the one you start with and 
another force power so maybe i haven't done all that much i am about to head to a new planet so you know with uh with all of that comes all the new things that uh new planets bring so who knows what we'll get on the next planet um but absolute winner was putting uh putting star wars jedi fallen order on uh so yeah i'll it's one of those i can't review it for you i can't tell you you know i can't go oh in a few weeks or in a couple of weeks i'll have finished it and i can review it for you i'm pretty sure i've reviewed that game probably to death at this point now what i can say is though they released the um pre-order content free so i spent a little while running around with an orange lightsaber and um like a couple of different um things uh hilts and stuff for the lightsaber that was kind of cool um so yeah i have played vr however what i'm going to do at this point in time is there's like four things on my list that i haven't uh talked about basically the what, what i'm going to say to you now is this is the end of the podcast but the end is going to be quite meaty because it incorporates quite a lot of things um it incorporates the fact that the gym is closed um that i have played vr but for a for a purpose uh something interesting that happened today and sort of kind of like a lockdown goal uh that sort of thing so um the lockdown happened uh previous to that obviously the gyms had closed uh much to my dismay so um i think i'd mentioned that i'd done uh the boxing stuff on the vr um i've kept that going uh, i've kept my uh i've kept my rest days i'm using my rest days as, as uh, either a ever so slightly higher calorie day and a cheat day uh, i remember previously that was the system that kind of worked for me so i've uh, i've put that back into place um so uh lan had spent a little bit of time over a couple of days um clearing up the um sorting out and clearing the garage which um was ultimately around sorting out uh for for a long time i've had a a gym at home um there were times uh in my old house where it got used quite a lot there was times when it when it gathered dust there was times um when i added to it there was times when uh it was used to you know store things on uh and that's been sort of the various range uh in this house it was very much a case of that gym that home gym needs to be a thing uh and it was uh there was a point where thomas quinn 
and Paul Williams came and we uh, we all used the home gym uh, got, a, got a workout in it was super homoerotic um, I'm pretty sure there was some baby oil involved um, and what came off the back of it was that uh, it, it, ga- it gained a name uh, the name it gained was the armory uh, and the reason that it got the name the armory is because that's where guns are made So, uh, Lance spent a little bit of time and basically reinstated the armory. Uh, not fully back to where it was at one point. Uh, there's no deadlift capability. I actually don't. Uh, the way the garage looks now, it's like the de- the deadlift bar could be lost. It could be. It could have been assimilated into the garage. Um, however. With the bench is back in order, uh, the bench is back in play. Um, dumbbells, curly bar. Uh, there's like a like a, a closed grip, like a tricep bar, um, and there's another bar that's set up for uh, bent over rows. That's what I'm trying to say. So. I was super happy about that. Uh, I think the biggest concern was at a time when my mental health was, it was or is particularly bad to then lose the one thing that the sort of the, the constant that helped with my mental health as well. It was a huge blow. Um, so I think the uh, land saw. Uh, an opportunity to sort the garage I guess as well as uh, a way to help with my mental health which as you I'm sure you can imagine is something that I hugely appreciate um, I was quite moved by the gesture um, as I, and, I'm, and I am sure you can imagine how I showed my appreciation uh, by going cheers um so, I've been doing the boxing on the VR. <clears throat> the armory gets reinstated. I think, and I've been doing press ups. Uh, I dug out the kettlebell, and basically, what happened was that, like this home kind of circuit thing, developed. So this is all. Uh, this is off the back of a. Of, I think it's a meme. Um, I don't know what a meme is. I don't know if I ever used that word right. Um, however, I think it's a meme that I saw that said, um, "What we're either going to emerge from this time, this lockdown, quarantine, whatever, either 50 pounds lighter or 100 pounds heavier. Clearly an American sort of statement and I read that and I was like yeah that's true that is absolutely true that is true and I knew at that point in time that I was the guy who was going to end up a hundred pounds heavier it'd be so simple it'd be so easy do you know how many times I have wanted to say the phrase 
fuck it, let's get a takeaway. I haven't had a takeaway in months. And I mean months. Like, it's been a, it's been a while. Um, <coughs> I know, I'm such a hero. Um, I feel it. I feel it. It's there inside me. It's sitting there going, come on, man. We can't leave the house. Do we really need to work out? Do we need to to do that? Can't we just sit, eat pizza, get fat? Let's do that. You used to love doing that. However, with the ability to not do that, I have found that I am thinking more along the lines of... Uh, do you remember how I was explaining the kill your clone thing? Uh, there's been a, a few times in the last week where I've not only killed the clone, I've absolutely destroyed my clone. Um, so basically I've got like I've got like a system now. Uh, set of press-ups. Set of kettlebell raises. Out into the armory. Full workout in there. Um, every other day, bench press. Um, tricep curls. Um, and then it's uh, on, on the other days. Uh, it's also... Uh, Hammer curls, I'm getting into ha hammer, hammer curls, uh, curly bar, this is all three sets of 12, uh, bent over rows, back inside, I get on the VR, um, I fight on Thrill of the Fight, I fight against um, two, three, four dependent opponents, uh, fight them until they go down, come down. Uh, I found that each one of them has a like a particular thing that you have to do to beat them. Uh, one guy is just like you have to like jab him in the face. Um, I'm there trying to like hook like big fat hooks, um, but no, you just have to jab him. You've got to get him so he'll, he'll drop his guard and then you just give him a little jab. Um, the VR is such a workout that one night I was doing it and I uh, did like a swing, right hand swing and basically tore the muscles under my armpit or inside my armpit. That was loads of fun because uh, the match wasn't over, the, the fight wasn't over so I had to keep going. Um, I do all of that absolutely dripping with sweat by the end of it and that is that um, so today I weighed myself got on the scales and weighed myself uh, and I'd lost weight uh, I'd lost four pounds uh, which I was super I was super happy about um, basically I want to be the person that comes out of this um, better, you know, lose some weight, be healthier. Um, uh, there's like, it's like, you know, it's now the time to learn a new skill, um, you know, that sort of stuff. In a lot of ways, this is a perfect sort of time or opportunity to for improvement. And I, uh, I wanna, I wanna take that 
a chance and that opportunity for improvement. So uh, that's my goal. I've, I've set that as my lockdown goal. Improvement. Whatever it is, kill your clone. doesn't have to be big steps. just has to be something. Whatever it is, you just have to be better than you were 24 hours ago. That's the goal. Kill the clone. So, that's the end of the podcast. I'm going to stop this podcast. I'm going to get changed. I'm going to go down. Press-ups, kettlebells, armory, VR, have some tea, play computer games. Actually, that's not true. I've got something else to do. Um, I ordered something the other day, and it turned up today. Um, that is absolutely something for another episode, though. So... I don't, know, I don't know if the microphone will be picking up the noises that my stomach is making. Um, I think the uh, the tea part of things is probably quite necessary. Um, so yeah, there we go. This is uh, this is the end of the podcast. This is me from lockdown saying thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, there we go. Another podcast, another week, another all of that stuff. Uh, take care of yourselves stay indoors if that's still a thing by the time you hear this uh, and I will talk to you next week bye bye so there we go what do you think to that another one done, another week gone where does the time go YouTube watchers, make sure you subscribe liking, sharing, tell a friend tell another friend, tell many friends Get all those subscribers subscribing. All the good stuff. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some love. You can do that through email or social media. Everything's there. All in one place. So there we go. That's this one done. Till next one, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Bye.